Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome to Mass Appeal. My name is Bobby Seagull. And I'm Susan Okereke. And we are two maths teachers who are really trying to show everyone, whether it's a, a parent, a teacher, a student, that maths is something that can be enjoyed by everyone. Yeah, and we want to demystify the idea that it's, it's boring and it's irrelevant to people's lives. So, and we want to kind of make it more inclusive. Absolutely. Again, the fact that you're listening shows that we are making maths a more inclusive world. And <laughs> in season two... We are trying to focus on problem solving and mathematical thinking. Um, obviously, in the real world, there's problem solving. You know, your sink might be dripping. You're like, oh, how do I fix that? But there's also a mathematical way of thinking about approaching problems, like a logical mindset. And we're trying to help uh, you develop that. And as maths teachers, we also know how difficult that can be um, to, to teach because, you know, there's a lot of content that we cover. But problem solving is a thing that you have to do. The more you do it, the better you become. But there's also loads of skills that you can learn uh, to be able to do it well. And that's what we want to showcase as well. So a lot of people get scared about maths because they think mm. they can't do it and the problems are too much for them. But we're here to show that everyone can. And we also sometimes make mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And then these are not like pretend mistakes. They're like, oh, let's let's make a mistake. These are genuine math teacher mistakes. Um, and that's part of the reason why we want to show that math is an activity that can be done together. Because when you actually do it together, it's much more powerful. Then you're like, oh, Suze, you made that mistake. Oh, Bobby, what's that? Where do you get that divide side from? So it's really like almost like a joyous collaborative activity. We'd also love to... Um help you with your skills but also find out more about what problems you'd like us to solve and we would love you to tweet us at maths appeal uh, or email us at maths appeal one the number one at gmail.com if there's any math problems you want us to kind of tackle or if there's any math topics you want us to talk about perfect and every episode obviously we will feature a maths question and we will work through it together um, and hopefully make you feel not just more comfortable with that particular problem, but about developing your approach to mathematical problem solving in general. And so what we kind of do with our, with this, um, this podcast is to have a few key questions that we recommend you ask yourselves, which we will ask ourselves openly, we'll model them for you, I suppose. And generally what we ask before we start the problem, um, once it's been kind of said, we ask ourselves, how do we feel when we first saw the, and heard the problem? So emotionally, what's going on within mm. us? Then we think, right, does this problem make sense? Uh, and are there any questions I have or any assumptions I have to make about it? Because that's as mathematicians, that's what happens, what you do. Mm -hmm. And then also we think about what are the math topic in this problem? So before we start doing any maths, we're thinking, what does this problem start to fire up in our minds regarding mathematics? Exactly. And then when you're doing the problem, there'll be other things going through your head. Like firstly, what are the facts that you know, you know, like in a classic exam style, underlining the question. Then secondly, like what are the f rules and formulae that you need? 
So this might be using an exam booklet if you're a student or if you're a real person like, ah, oh, pi r squared area of a circle, drawing something from your memory. Um, then the facts that you can derive from the problem itself. And then finally, like, ah, oh, am I in a position that I can actually answer this question? Right. So, Bobby, are you ready to tackle this week's problem? Yeah, I think ready? so. I think, yeah. I'm ready. I think I'm ready. So we're going to get into it just after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So our problem today is this. So this is drawn from a set of GCSE type questions and adapted to give you a more fun context. So there is a basketball team and we have some stats on the shoe sizes of the five players. And we're told for the five players and their shoe sizes, the mode is 12, the median is 11, the mean is 10. So you need to work out what the shoe sizes could be. So I'll repeat the problem one more time for you. So it's, there's a basketball team with five players with five different shoe sizes. And you're told this sort of three bits of information. You're told that the mode, so the most common, is 12. The median is 11 and the mean is 10. So what are the possible shoe sizes? And so while you're thinking about that, uh, we want to have a little bit of a chat about um, maths in films because we're both we both love films. So we kind of want to talk a bit about that. So I think for us, seeing depictions of mathematicians, scientists in films is something that we I don't know, I guess it means something to us because it's almost like, ah, here are people like us, like obviously like super advanced versions, but here are people like us on screen. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I think my thing, because you're right, like I think it is amazing to see representation of mathematicians and scientists in the film. But like when I think about film, especially when I was growing up, it's all about popular culture. Like, you know, I was born in the 80s and, you know, there were cool films like The Goonies or, oh you know, just just stuff that really, you know, set apart. Like I thought I felt like I lived in America sometimes because mm. it was a really massive part of my life. I remember going there to Hollywood a few years ago and it was like I, I knew it already. Um and I think one of the reasons you want to sort of talk about math and film is because the impact of popular culture on what young people um, want to be and do is huge. And like, I've, you know, so I did a talk um, about just the importance of popular culture and the impact it has on people's choices. Mm. And I found this little YouTube video, which well, I'll make available um, when this goes out, um, that 
it says it's, a, it's only two minutes and in that two minutes it's uh it has it's literally called hollywood hates maths and <laughs> it's just snippets from uh, i'd say at least 50 different films where they use maths as a derogatory term like mm. oh you you your maths teacher which is like you're not very good or you know oh my god i'm really rubbish at maths and it's really open how people talk about how terrible they are at maths and it's completely normal and that's something that i just think like i really want to talk about and change and you know like you said but it's really great to see people who are like us who you know who who love maths and do science and we'll talk a bit about some of the amazing films that are out there but there's a lot underneath in popular culture in film where mm. it's completely okay to say that you're bad at maths and that i think is something that needs to be challenged yeah and i'm gonna be a bit devil's advocate here susan because so you know they're like obviously what are some of your favorite films where they're mathematicians and characters represented give me some of your favorite films well a standout one for me as as, as a black woman was hidden figures like that Ooh. kind of was really quite huge for representation and also just acknowledging the fact that cause i i was a math teacher you know I've, i stand up in front of people and i try and like say math is for everyone but the reality is i've not really seen many black women scientists mm. or, or mathematicians and so that film which was so cool just the, you know that and they were so like strong and and through adversity but also so clever it, i was like more of this please <laughs> yes no <laughs> you know? it's a proper inspiring film and yeah. it stars uh taraji henson as Catherine johnson and Catherine johnson mm. is one of the the lead characters in that film just like say we're sending um doing the calculations to get nasa yeah, yeah. To, yeah to the moon or to space to the moon isn't it i think to the moon so it was in the 60s yeah and it yeah. was just um and you know what was great about it was it wasn't just one there was like you know a team of of mm. people who you know in history had kind of been forgotten you know what i mean it's kind of yeah. it they don't get talked about or they get i never i never heard about Catherine johnson or mm. the black female mathematicians who work for NASA till the film came out yeah. and we are but like I'm a learned scholar like I like understanding the history of my subject but I never was aware so clearly Hollywood can play a role in showing the best of mathematicians but also there's the variety of mathematicians I think it's like um with imitation game you know Turin was a comp complex character but he of he helps you know change and save you know the World War Two, and so it was kind of to see people in their complexity as well as the math that they do. It's great mm. stories. It's storytelling. I think talking about this is about trying to encourage more stories to be showcased in film form or in short series form on the Netflix or something. Because you know the reality is we need more. We need more scientists. Mm -hmm. We need more math teachers. And like young people, like if I think about being young. Um, even being old uh, like watching <laughs> kind of watching uh films and tv shows that show different people especially people that look like you mm. can really open your eyes to what is possible and yeah. um and i think it's also we need to challenge the idea that it's okay to say that math is rubbish uh you know because that is terrible marketing and also mm. not fair because actually yeah. maths can can change lives and science and maths science the, the stem industries we need more people yeah. that's well, it gonna, doesn't matter where a, you're from this yeah. is where i'm going to play devil's advocate here so okay go on the man in new infinity great film about uh, the south indian mathematician Srinivasa ramanujan 
mm-hmm. uh, acted by Dev Patel. Then we've also got Beautiful Mind, uh, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe, starring as the Nobel Prize winning economist John Nash. So we've got all these films here, and Alan Turing or Catherine Johnson, or even like Goodwill Hunting, the fictional account with Matt Damon. So all these are like mega super geniuses. And obviously, <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant because it shows their positive depictions of some of the leading figures of mathematicians. But mm. most normal people who are mathematicians, math teachers, are normal people that have a passion. I would love to see more representat- positive yeah. representation of math teachers in, in particular, whether it's in soaps and dramas. And they're not just like, oh my God, I've got maths coming up. So obviously, you've got these <laughs> elevated figures, but just, yeah. like, people like us. Like, Are you oh. pitching for a film, Bobby? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> you're looking to get yourself a Netflix, uh, you know, series about yourself? Is that what you're yes, trying to Netflix, do? Yes, Netflix, listen to us, master people, please. <laughs> no, but I hear you, though. I do think there's all the layers of it that should be showcased. And, you know, I think there is a bit of a thirst for it. You know, I, I think probably 20 years ago, a film like Hidden Figures wouldn't have been made mm. because they'd have said it wouldn't sell. It's like yeah. Black Panther, you know, like what yeah. I found, what I loved that film on a number of levels, you know, as a black person, but it was like really positive, but also the idea that this, you know, forward thinking technology, it was, it wasn't Africa depicted in a poor way. It mm. was like forward thinking, and there was a young technology, a girl using technology there, which was like, of mm. course, why not? Like this is exactly what the future yeah. is. It's what, it's what now should be. So, I just think the power of film, especially because it's it's storytelling, it's people, it's building of plots and stuff. Um, there's like a lot of potential there for you know changing the world i know it's a bit strong but i think it's oh, true i you know it'd be that. interesting to see whether nasa now after hidden figures has now got more black women or people of color um mm. applying to work there do you know what i mean so yeah. um the power of you know popular culture is huge so oh, that's, that's a very positive way is it these you know this film can <laughs> change the world actually change the world we live in uh, but so can problem solving Yes, and so we can now showcase uh, the the uh, the reality of of maths as well. Yes, do you want to remind us of what the problem was, Bobby? Yes, so we had a basketball team, five players, um, and we were given the shoe sizes or stats about it, and we were told that the mode is twelve, the median is eleven, and the mean is ten. Um, and again, normally we would have recommended writing these things down because it's quite hard to keep it in your head. So the question was, what could the shoe sizes be? So before we do any maths, the question to ask ourselves is, how did you feel when you f- first saw the question? So, yeah, I think I, I'd seen s- puzzles like this, especially something called an organisation called Enrich. Oh, they, yeah. they're, they're part of the Cambridge University. They make um, sort of like stretching puzzles for for young learners. So I thought, oh, I've seen problems like this where it's not a direct, it's not like a, it's not going to be one answer. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think because because a lot of the time there's loads of questions out there like here are the numbers, here are the five uh, mm. shoe sizes. What is the mode? What is the mean? Mm. What is the medium? This is like actually thinking backwards. And I, I mm. kind of like I love these questions, but it does you do it's like you do have to think quite carefully about where do you start, what do you do mm. next, what do you do next. Um, and so, did it make sense to you? Yeah, you I think with, yeah. with this one, what I like about the question is. It doesn't seem too complex in terms of it might be a tricky question itself, but mm. it's quite like it's only like th- thirty words. The question, forty words. Mm. It's quite a compact little question. 
but the but the key thing is if you don't know what the mode is which is the most that the the the, mm. the data that comes up the most if you don't know what the the median is that's if you put all the information all the data in order and then go to the middle value or mm. you don't know how to work out the mean when you add them all together and then divide by how many numbers you have if you don't know that information it's going to be an, there's no way you're going to be able to do this that's a great question because in fact like so what are the topics in this question it is essentially mm. statistics mean median mode average and mm. average is Again, for people that are uh, wanting a bit of clarity, average actually includes mode, median and mean. And you, so technically, if someone says, what's the average? Most people actually are thinking of the mean. Yes. You add them all up, divided by how many there are. But mode and median are averages. And also, it's worth kind of thinking about that when you are given the value by different organisations like newspapers, because you're wanting to know what one are they actually using, because technically mm. they could use any. Um, yeah. But yeah, the most common one that is used is the, the um, mean. And so that, I suppose it's now about working out like the parts to it. So we've worked out what matter is, what kind of matter topic it is. Mm -hmm. I've done the, kind of the general questions around it. And so what can we actually derive? Susan, so how did you work through this problem? Okay, so what I did was I strapped in and I was like, right, let what do I know and what can I put in? So obviously, as I do, I drew a diagram. No, I drew a diagram of five empty boxes and I was like, right, okay, what can I put in? And from the information that I was given, the median is the middle value. So I put 11 in the middle. And then because mode is the most common and there's only five numbers, the, the mode has to just be has to come up twice the frequency of it has to be twice so 12 i put as the last two numbers yes yeah and then the first two parts could be anything that takes our value of 35 if you add 11 12 and 12 together it gives you 35 mm -hmm. to find the mean <laughs> uh, the mean is the sum of all the numbers divided by five because there's mm -hmm. only five shoe sizes so that's 50 yeah because so 50 is your total if you add them all together yeah so i then was like right we know 35 so that means the first two values have to add up to 15 and you could have seven and eight or six and nine or five and ten to keep it all whole numbers that's kind of what i sort of did because after 10 it takes you over 11. yes although technically you oh, could well. do 13 and two and that's some weird Weird. Could you do 13 and 2? Yeah, weird shoes. Oh, no. It no. would switch the... Mm. Yes. So what's would it, switch yeah. the... Would it Would a 13 and 2 still work? Because... 13 and if you 2. Did... No, because then it switches the the median, doesn't it? Mm. So, the, so, in my, so for, I was like, the 11 has to be in the middle and then either side is what you're mm. kind of working with. So, it's yeah. a nice problem, actually, because, uh, again, you could... By changing, I guess this comes under the bits of how could the question get changed? by changing some of the parameters like the median mm -hmm. um it will change because i guess the, for us the most important bit initially was the mean that's how you worked out what the balance must add up to yeah so, so the, the, work out the balance but then the other parts the mode and the median so 11 being in the middle and then the mode mm. meaning is two values has an impact and what it kind of looks like there's more than one answer right that's kind of the key yeah thing. there are more than one yeah, yeah yeah how did you do it so pretty much the same way as you i didn't draw a diagram <laughs> i should I, I need to learn i think i just i literally said yeah um 11 is in the middle and then put comma no boxes <laughs> so comma then the other two you'd expect them to be 12 there's a mode 15 left over out of 50 and then now try and jig about 
to get two numbers that add up to 15, but they can't be the same. Okay. Yeah. And so, as you say, to extend it, another thing we quite like to do is to think, right, once we've got our solution, which for this one, there's a few solutions here. Once we've got that, what can, what can we do to extend it? And like, you know, if we were to add another person or to change the, the mean, what impact would that have on, on the numbers as well? There's a lot of food for thought there. Because I thought I'd made a mistake because there's more than one answer. No, there is. Yeah, it's more than yeah. one. Although I, I'd temporarily forgotten that the median <laughs> is in the middle. So like, let's go for rat 13 and 2, 14 and 1. Oh, did you go that far? Yeah. But uh... then I forgot, ah, the median is 11. So that's got to stay in the middle. As soon as you add another number, then 11 shifts along to being the second number. Right. So, so we'd love to hear what your solutions were. If anyone did it differently, it would be great if you could share your um, solutions on Twitter. Post them on Twitter. That'd be amazing. And so now we've done our problem. Bobby, going to hit us up with some math, a math yeah, fact. Yeah, a math fact. Yeah. And today's going to be stats related. You know, in maths, when you draw a circle and it represents data. So imagine like we did a little survey. What are maths appeals uh, fans' favorite packet of crisps, flavor-wise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they might like cheese and onion, ready salted, no. prawn cocktail. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I see prawn cocktail, definitely. So you did a pie. Yeah. What's the type oh. of chart? What's the type of, I'm not good at this game, am I? What's the type of chart that you do? I might you give do you the answer. a crisp chart. No, you do a pie chart. You do a pie <laughs> chart. Yeah. A pie chart. So imagine we went to La France and we did oui, the oui. same question. Um, they they <laughs> don't call it pie chart. They actually call it another type of word. So name me some cheeses. <laughs> this uh, sounds like this is cheddar? the master of podcast, not the cheese podcast, by the way. <laughs> cheddar? No. Cheddar, no. Halloumi, my favourite. Halloumi, no. hello. No, hello me. Oh, French. Brie? Brie, no. Try another cheese. French. Camembert. Camembert. It's called a camembert chart. It's called, so they call the it a pie they call, chart. They call it a camembert chart. It looks like a what? slice, you know, if you, like a slice of a pie chart. Yeah. It's like a piece of cheese. I suppose camembert is round as well. That's hilarious. Yeah. So would you say just le camembert or would you say le camembert chart? I guess camembert chart, like a pie chart. Sure. Yeah, like okay. we use pie. Like in, in France, they're probably like, <laughs> guess what they call it in England? You know that thing that you have steak and kidney? Yeah? Steak and kidney pie? Yeah? They call it a pie chart. <laughs> you know, the, the French version of Masterfield is laughing. Uh, us okay well this is kind of this is what's great about this is this is, uh, this is for everybody we'd love to hear wherever you're from we'd love to hear what you call a pie chart what's this yes. face <laughs> so if you want to send us more maths facts we'd love to hear from you or any maths problems please 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 get in touch with us at maths appeal uh, on twitter and on instagram Obviously, you can email us, uh, as usual, mathsappeal1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening and for downloading this episode. Uh, it'd be great if you could give us a five-star rating. Mm -hmm. um, and please, please share the Maths Appeal love with your friends and family. Uh, we want everyone to love maths. And so you've been listening to Maths Appeal with me, Bobby Seagull, and Susan Okareke. And the music was composed by Kelly Okereke, the image designed by Calix Davis, and the producer is the wonderful Jenny Nelson. And we'll see you in episode six for more maths problems solved together. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.